Welcome to the Harvest Time Podcast. Harvest Time is a faith community reaching and embracing real people, engaging them in a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit harvesttime.net. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. I just, I've got a couple of questions that I'm going to ask kids and adults, okay? My wife, she is, she is an, she's addicted to Christmas. She loves Christmas, and there's a few things that she loves to do. Number one, she loves to put the Christmas tree up. How many of you kids, or how many of you older kids, just love this time of year to get the trees up? Is that you? Yep, got a whole bunch of kids, a whole bunch of older kids. That's you. That's what my wife loves to do. She absolutely loves that. She loves putting the, the, the lights out outside. It looks like the Griswolds come to our house. We got any other Griswolds here in the house or not? A little confession is good for the soul, yeah? We've got a few. We've got a few in the back. The, ki- the, uh, the, the lights, the lights up all over the house. How many of you love the smells from the baking and the cookies that was going on at my house earlier today? My daughter was home from college, and she was in there making snickerdoodles. How many of you lo- loving some snickerdoodles? Yeah. If you hadn't had a snickerdoodle, you don't know what life is. I'm just telling you. And then also in our house, I'm a musician, and I love to play music. But at this time of year, I can't hardly stand it unless I start playing some Christmas music on my trumpet. I just love it. I love um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. How many of you know Joy to the World, Ch- children? Do you all know Joy to the World? Yeah, a lot of you do. That's one of my favorites. Um, I love Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. That's one of my favorite songs. You like the Christmas music at this time of year? Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about this time of year. You know, at our house, we do, we've made all these traditions, and they've been handed down to us from our parents because our parents, they would put up the Christmas tree, they would put up the lights, they would play the music, they would bake the cookies. But, you know, also there's a tradition that we have at our house that we watch Christmas movies at this time of year. Has any of you already sat down as a family and watched some Christmas movies? Yeah, lots of hands. Anybody over here? You already watched the Christmas movie? Yeah. There's several of them. I I like Miracle on 34th Street. It's just kind of like old school, and I'm kind of old school, so I kind of like that. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. Got any wonderful life people in the house? All right. My father's favorite Christmas vacation little Chevy Chase action right there. Yeah, a lot of people laughing because y'all have already watched that one this year, I guarantee it. As we have too, we've watched that at our house. You know, as a child, I'm going to be honest with you, as a child, this was the best time of year. And the reason why it was the best time of year is because my mama made it really special. Can you come here and see me just a second? Come here. Let me hold you. Ugh. Wow, I'm getting old. And this, this right here, through the eyes of a child, my mama made it very special. This mama's making it very special. We've created some Christmas traditions at our house because it's been handed down from our parents, just like you are now handing down uh, Christmas traditions at your own home. See, watching Christmas through the eyes of a child is somehow one of the most interesting and exciting and wonderful times of the year. Because looking through their eyes, and during this time, all of the excitement comes out. Because see, at my age, and at some of you older kids' age, 
you've lost maybe some of that excitement that you used to have. But when you look at the excitement through a child's eyes, through the innocence of a child, everything gets exciting again. Especially like when commercials come on television. How many of you have seen, you know, it seems like there's more commercials this time of year and election time (laughs) than any other time of year, right? So one of the commercials that come on the other day, something about a jaminal. Anybody ever heard of a jaminal? You, you, you know what this is? All right, so it's like, it's like this stuffed animal, but then it opens up into like pajamas. Like it's an animal, but it's pajaminals. Or I don't know. It's crazy. But kids, how many of you, your kids have said, hey, Dad, Mom, come in here. Look, I want this for Christmas. I want this for Christmas. How many of you, that's happened, right? It's okay. Am I the, so like I'm the only guy here, right, that that's ever happened. My kids have done this countless, countless times. And I did that, I'm sure, when I was a kid. Well, I'll tell you something. It's not just about these gifts that they get. It's not just about the songs. It's not just about the bakery. It's not just about all these other things. But I'm going to tell you something. Watching Christmas through the eyes of a child is as exciting as it gets. And these children that were all up here on the stage just a moment ago, these your children, they're looking to you to create the Christmas traditions that's going to be lasting a lifetime for them that they will hand down for Christmases to come. Thank you very much. Hey, can y'all give my little friend a hand? Isn't she beautiful? This is Atlee. This is my friend Atlee. Atlee's beautiful. You know, as parents, one of the most fun things that I get to do is watch my children open the gifts on Christmas morning. It's about the most fun thing that happens all year long. Because the hustle, the bustle, all the things that leads up to that moment, nothing's more exciting than seeing the sheer joy on their face as, as in those moments. You see, it's our job as parents to train our kids in the way that they should go. We've got, to, we've got to make sure that our kids are not so consumer-oriented and so capitalistic in the nature of what's going on around them because we can lose the real reason for what's happening at this time of year. And so it's my job tonight to remind each and every parent and grandparent, aunt and uncle that's here tonight, let's not miss that this year. You see, kids really don't need 20 gifts under the tree to know that they're blessed. You see, it's up to us as parents to make sure that our kids hear us be thankful all year long. It's up to us to make sure that our kids hear us thank God for the blessings in our lives, for all the things that God has done for us. We don't just need to be thankful at Christmas time. We need to be thankful all year long. You see, because God blesses us all year long, and your kids need to hear you Give acknowledgement to our Lord and Savior for the blessings in our lives because they will do that too. If you want thankful kids, you better be a thankful parent. You see, as parents, we've got to make sure that we don't get caught up in all the things that's going on. And we've got to make sure that Christ remains the center, the very center of this time of year. And that always gets a lot of amens. And that always gets people to say, that, yeah, that's what we need to do. But what we need to do is make sure that our children know who we're celebrating. 
Our children need to make sure, we need to make sure our children know what we're celebrating and why we're celebrating. You see, because if it wasn't for Jesus that come into this world, we wouldn't be having this time of year. Christmas seems to give us almost a mixed message. You see, the other holidays that we celebrate, Veterans Day, we all know what we're celebrating. We're thanking the veterans, all those who have served. When it's Valentine's Day, you better know why we're celebrating. You're celebrating the love of your life. When it's your birthday, we know why we're celebrating because it's, we're celebrating the day of your birth. But at Christmas time, there's all these other things that's going on. You see, we have, we have, um, we have Santa and we have Rudolph and we have, we have Frosty and we have all these other things. And I'm not condemning any of that. I'm not saying any of that's bad. In fact, we have a lot of that in our own home. But if you let it be all about Santa and Rudolph and Frosty and the reindeer and all that, and you leave out who? Jesus. If you leave out Jesus, it becomes this mixed message. And I want to make sure that in my own home, because I want my grandkids to know that the reason why we're having Christmas, it's not all about Santa and it's not all about Frosty. But it's all about Jesus. You know, it's, we, we, we make a sad way of it becoming everything except Jesus. For whatever reason, we've allowed all the hustle, we've allowed all the bustle, we've allowed all the other activities to trump the real reason for why we celebrate. You know, a friend of mine, last week I saw on Facebook um, a friend of mine up in um, northwest Arkansas. He's got a kid that's playing in the, in the junior high band. And they had a holiday concert. Okay? And so at the holiday concert, there was not one song that was played in the band that had anything to do with Christmas. Now, it seems like to me that we keep editing out. We keep editing out Jesus. And it can become that same way in your own home if you're not careful. And so as parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, I've come tonight to just remind you, make sure it's all about Jesus. Make sure that you tell them who we're celebrating. Make sure you tell them why we're celebrating, what we're celebrating. Make sure they know. You see, 78% of Americans celebrate Christmas. But here's, here's the sad reality of it. The majority of it, do, the majority of that 78%, they celebrate Christmas in a way that's sanitized and somehow it's sterilized and somehow Jesus is moved more to the back of the line, more to the back in the, back in the shadows, back in the distance. It's more about what you get. It's more about uh, the cookies. It's more about all the things that goes on. And so I'm asking all of us tonight to make a very special uh, a very special way this year to read the story of Jesus' birth. Look to Luke 2. What a great story. Make sure that you do what Brother James did tonight. Gather the kids around and remind them why we're really celebrating. It's, as parents, it's our duty to do this. We, we are creating the Christmas traditions, remember, that they're going to carry for the rest of their lives so we can't drop the ball, parents. It's up to us to make sure that we move forward in a way that our children will never forget the reason, never forget the why, never forget the who, and never forget the importance of this Christmas season. You see, 
if our kids was to get everything that they asked for on their list, if they was to ask for 25 things, and they make a list and they check it twice, and you go down the list and you say, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And if you give them every one of those gifts that they've asked for, but you fail to give them Jesus, we have failed as parents. We, has, we have failed the next generation. So it's up to us. I've come tonight to encourage you. You're doing a good job. I've come tonight to say you can do this. I've come tonight to say, hey, I've got older kids. I've already done this. I've already carried out what I'm supposed to do. I'm telling these young mamas and daddies, I'm asking you, make sure that this generation, make sure that you give them Jesus. Because if we fail to give them Jesus, we failed everything. The whole point of the whole thing. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. It's always encouraging to know how God is touching lives through this ministry. So if you have a story of how God is working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at share at harvesttime.net.